back to techno tales we have mm -hmm. a little story to tell this was mm, 2019 winter so a few months before covid came into our lives i was traveling in mexico with my girlfriend at the time and let's just call her jill for the, the sake of this story and we were going to a satori show in mexico city and actually i wasn't even going to go but the guy who does the lights I feel terrible right now because I believe his name is Vincent. I see him. I feel him. His name online is like Vincent Freebird. This dude is one of the nicest guys ever. And he was like, hey, I'll get you tickets. You want plus one, plus two. You can come to the show. We'd love to have you there. So I was like, wow, this is amazing. Key element here. I had injured my knee pretty badly a month earlier i don't know what happened i went for a i do know what happened actually <laughs> i don't know what happened here's what happened <laughs> all right let's be real about it jill and i knew each other but we hadn't really like spent time together so we were going to go on this mexican trip together and a few days before the mexico trip I was like, man, I've been kind of lazy lately. I got to get in shape, right? Because the girl's coming. And I went for a run on Town Lake in Austin with my, my good buddy, Nilu. Shout out to Nilu, Ashraf Ahmed. And we ran. He was like, you want to do the full eight-mile loop? And I was like, yeah, I need to get in shape, you know? So we did it, and I could slowly do that but at the end i don't know i got the second burst of energy and i kind of sprinted out the last half mile and right at the end my right knee was like yo i don't like this i don't like this I was like, Fuck <laughs> all right you know like i'll ice it a little bit and in a week it'll be better no it didn't get better and now that i'm in mexico city with miss boo thang i'm not resting my leg I'm walking around the city, I'm having sex when like you don't feel your injuries when you're fucking and then you end and you're like, holy shit, my knee's broken. <laughs> uh -huh. So yeah, so we go to this party <laughs> and I don't have a right leg basically. And I've never not danced at a party. And by dance, I mean fucking send it. I don't mean just a little two-step. I mean right. running in circles. You know, that's what I do. A <laughs> hundred step. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So let me give the full, full transparency because the details are coming to me. And there's some crazy shit that I didn't even realize until now. <laughs> At one of Ashley Shelton's sound healings in Austin, a Polish woman who I had previously met in Mexico, was in town. I invited her to come. She gifted me a little bit of LSD, and I held on to it. I saved it for a special day. That special day ended up being Satori in Mexico City. So not only did that happen that night, but they, uh, this woman and her friend, I forget which one of them it was, but they sent me a meditation.
by Rupert Spira, this guy I'd never fucking heard of. And the name of it, you can find it on YouTube. Just search Rupert Spira, Nothing Can Make You Happy. <laughs> and the guy's just fucking dropping bombs on you. This, <laughs> that video really opened my world. And now I'm doing weekend meditations with Rupert Spira and completely transforming my human experience. So that all happened at this sound healing frequency space, right? So I got a tab of acid. Jill's not really into that. Uh, I had a friend going and I asked her if she could help us get some MDMA and she said, yeah, my friend can hook you up, whatever. So it was one of those situations where I meet up with the guy and I'm like, hey, you know, quanto cuesta, you know, like how, <laughs> how much, how much do I owe you? Right. And he, it basically came out to like 30 bucks or something. It was it was cheap. It was, I was confused by how too cheap, cheap it yeah. was. Uh-huh. It was one of, I don't know if it was 30 bucks, but it was too cheap. And yeah. then he handed it to me, you know, on the homie shit, being, being chill and secretive. But when he handed it to me, I, I had a fucking crater in my hand. I was like, what is this? This must be the worst shit ever if I'm getting <laughs> this much this for much. fucking 20 bucks, you know? <laughs> so I'm a little skeptical. But grateful to have anything, right? But no, I'm really skeptical, to be honest. Almost scared to try it, yeah. Yeah, so it's a huge rock, and I got to break it up, and I'm in Mexico. I don't, I don't know how chill it is here. So I had a poncho on, and I was, like, breaking it up in there, doing the work. And uh, it turns out that this was some of the best fucking shit I've ever taken in my life. Holy fuck. Wow. incredible incredible stuff and i'm pretty sure what happened was that i took half a tab of acid and i didn't really feel it and i took a little bit of mdma and i was i was feeling everything like nice you know a little medium effect and then i took the other tab of acid the other oh, half shit. of the tab uh-huh prepare the sending stations i didn't know what i was getting myself into fuck so you know the the first warm-up acts are on the music's pretty cool we're feeling out the venue we're feeling our wave this is maybe the first real party that that jill and i are going to as partners right so that was an interesting experience not just to share the love in that space but also to feel out your dynamic in a relationship i mean you can learn a lot about how you flow with someone by going to a party with them i think it's a a great way to explore that if you're both into it and there's some lessons there that i'll share here but there's a lot of lessons actually so uh point is we're being social with people uh, but as Satori comes on, the volume gets louder and it's almost like everybody's like tuned in now, which was really cool. Yeah. Ready for the performance. So at some point, I, it must have been before Satori came on, but I had to go to the bathroom. The baño. And the baño <laughs> was fucking all the way over there, you know? So I can't really dance, but that doesn't mean I can't do my thing thing with my head movements you know so I had space head on and I was being animated on the way to the bathroom there was this one guy dude 
this tall motherfucker that he was taller than anyone there and he saw me and he just had the most appreciative smile he fell in love with me and i had no doubt about it and i was curious to meet him but i'm gonna go to the bathroom first and come back needless to say this is the clearest example of a registered character okay so this guy registered the whole time I'm peeing. I'm like, Ooh, I can't wait to meet my new friend. You know, I really, I was excited about it. And sure enough, after the bathroom, I head back and I go up to this guy and I just start vibing and he speaks English. So we're chatting and it turns out that he's there alone. And I say, Hey, you, you hang out where you want to hang out, but I'm up here with my girlfriend and a couple friends if you want to come. So he joins us and he immediately fits into the vibe. We're all grooving. And now we get to the part about why this is related to sound healing. Satori comes on. The music's up. The acid is hitting me. The fucking discounted mountain of MDMA (laughs) is working. Wow, I feel great. It's a good combo. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. I'm, I'm with... I'm with home girl, like I'm in Mexico. Wow. The only thing getting in the way is my bum knee. But in fact, it opened a door for an experience I've never had before. So in not being able to dance, I was left to this. Like, fuck, man. You Go ahead. Put on a banger. Put on a fucking banger. Uh, put your headphones on and lay down on your bed and try not to tap your foot. Maybe it's just uh, me. But if, <laughs> if you don't tap your foot, it's like, oh, shit, like this is too much, you know, like. Ugh. So yeah. I was having <laughs> that experience where Satori's playing the threading like, I'm holy fuck, I'm tripping. And I'm closing my eyes and taking it in. It was terrifyingly amazing i mean i'm an enter i i like that so it's it was scary man it was literally scary for me to fully surrender to the sound and in practicing it at the satori show i recognized oh shit little did i know little did i know ashley shelton has been fucking preparing me for this uh-huh. moment the last two years of my life or whatever you know the last six months whatever it was um <laughs> And it's really, it really showed up there. Like the same experience I've had laying down, trying to surrender to the gong, uh, I felt in this moment as Satori. And that got me thinking. And then it got me thinking, wow, I've never felt this before. And that's because I usually have my eyes open. And how vision can be a massive distraction to connection with sound. Let's just say that. The brain can only take in so much at once. So when you close your eyes, holy moly, it's a completely different experience. Mm -hmm. But if I want to move my body to the sound, which has always been my primary response to bangers, is sending it i mean this is what we're talking about right like so like the energy of the sound is coming into you and if i don't move it's really hard but if i move i'm fucking sending it and that's what sending it is everybody 
so on this night in Mexico City, I'm sendless. I can't send it. <laughs> and what I came to realize is that usually I'm running around in circles, which is a way of releasing energy, right? Instead of soaking it all up, I'm running around. My eyes are open. In the real intense moments, I'm looking around to share a fuck yeah face. And while, yes, that's beautiful, there's also, from my perception in this moment, a level of escaping the pureness of being with the sound in sharing it with someone else. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying right or wrong. I fucking love sharing sound with people. I'm just sharing my experience from what I realized that night. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool. The sound healing helped me take in more of the music, more of the sound. And now it's like so many times in life, something happens where we're like, fuck, I wanted it this way. But then as a result, it opens a door for a new experience. So if I had a healthy leg, I would have never stood there for five minutes with my eyes closed. It's just not possible. It wouldn't have happened. (laughs) And now that I've had that experience, I still don't really do it. But there are moments where I do stand still and just take it in with eyes closed and really practice surrendering to the sound. So that, that bum knee opened a door for me. Now there's a few more things going on here. If you watched our last episode, which I highly recommend you do, which it was our first episode, um, we talk about flow breakers. And on this night, my understanding of flow breakers took a very deep evolution. And there's a couple of layers to this. I think I'll just share it all transparently and, and flow with it. So basically what was happening was that there was moments where my eyes are closed and I'm in flow and I'm enjoying the music and then I feel that I want to share this moment with my girlfriend. So I turn and I look to her and she's like, (laughs) she's so gone, eyes closed, hands on her heart. She is having a moment. And I'm just thinking, how beautiful is this? Like, look at this woman. She is in it right now I love it but I wasn't about to break her flow so there wasn't an open channel for us to connect and then I talked to her about this afterwards there was multiple times where maybe she wanted to connect with me and I was in my own world right so at some point my eyes are closed and I'm just really in the music and somebody steps on my shoe. How dare they? Motherfuckers. Motherfucking flow breaker is my first thought. My, <laughs> my initial thing is, mother- oh, this night, I realized, too, that I was calling flow breakers in. By the uh, amount of energy I was giving to flow breakers, they kept coming to me. And I said, there, there, there has to be something going on here energetically where my obsession with it keeps bringing it into me. Maybe if I just let it go, it'll all subside. That's another story. What's important here, this is really deep and beautiful to me, is that this person steps on my shoe. My immediate feeling is fucking flow breaker. But in that same moment, I make eye contact with my girlfriend. And we share this just beautiful, ah, connected fierce moment that 
I had been looking for previously, but we were both in flow at different times, so we weren't able to connect. So it kind of helped me realize, wow, flow breakers are beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, flow breaker. There's more to this than I knew. And if we were all just in flow all the time, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't think capitalist society could operate uh, without any flow breakers. I mean, just the concept of a schedule in itself and like a calendar. These things are kind of flow breakers that are built into our culture, right? Seriously. And this idea to me and what I'm getting deeper into now with this, we're all one awareness and sort of different nodes tapping into that. It's like the reflection is really what's beautiful to me in the human experience. I mean, I have a feeling that when I die, that I'm going to be like water and there's going to be no suffering but there's going to be no bangers either and no croissants and no fucking broken ankles. Like this shit no sucks. No dipping, zero dipping. <laughs> no dipping. You are the dip. You are the dip. Oh, great. You know, thanks. Go dip yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's why I think heaven is a ride through this universe in a human body. And what comes with that is the pain and the suffering and these flow breakers that maybe allow us to connect with another uh so really that's the story also another thing to note i forget the man's name the tall mexican dude the original registered character but at the end of the night we were saying our goodbyes and he he was so fucking grateful he was like guys i came here alone i didn't know anybody you know i was enjoying the music but i felt just not really in myself and yeah. you guys adopting me just made my whole night. And we're like, wow. dude, you made our whole night, you know, like we <laughs> love you so much. This is such a great experience. Um, but yeah, it goes to show uh, the impact you can have just by being fucking nice to somebody, you know? And if I want to use this opportunity to express what I would wish the army of love to be, and that's that we show up as 10 people to a party. The whole idea is like you bring a party to the party. And if you got 10 people, you can have your own fucking dance floor. It doesn't even matter who's here. But it's very rare that I've gone to a party and seen like a clique, like a crew that was really inclusive. They're usually doing their own thing and that's completely fine. But if you've ever gone to a party alone, which I if you've ever gone to a party alone, there may have been some moments where you're like, fuck, like, I don't know. little lonely, little anxious. And if you've <laughs> ever sure. been adopted by a motherfucker, oh, oh my God, I forced my adoption <laughs> on, on your crew. <laughs> you did, yeah. Yeah, motherfucker said, yo, you adopted me. <laughs> Nobody was denying it. I, you know, we were reading, we read the situation yeah, yeah, you read the quite room. well. <laughs> Read the jungle, but um, <laughs> the point is, without putting any pressure on anyone, from my perspective, when I talk about the army of love and how we'll show up to a party, it's very much like we're adopting. Uh, not forcing anyone, but open door for adoption. So anyone out there that's alone or wants to upgrade the vibes of their crew, 
<laughs> Come on in and bring your friends too, right? So it's just really impactful. And I've been on, I've been on both sides of it. I've been adopted, and I know how warm and heartfelt uh, that that can be. And mm-hmm. I'll never force it, but to open that door and to be able to offer that same experience to someone else, I personally get so much out of that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of one of the main aspects of where I would love this project to go. And like our last episode, sure, we do that at the party, but do it at the cafe, you know, do it at the park when you're walking your dog. Like that's the spirit, the way we act at these parties and meet each other with kindness and acceptance. Uh, It's very easy at the parties and we can use this uh, privileged experiences that we have of feeling love in such a, bizarre container and and bring it back to the streets so that's Mm. my mexico city techno tales story um oof a good one (laughs) and it's